0: This episode of Oki Podcast is brought to you by Southwest Trading Company. If you've not been to Southwest Trading Company, please go do that right now we or after this podcast. But the location for Southwest Trading Company is 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Southwest Trading Company has so many items from so many different artists like jewelry, art, blankets, cedar boxes, clothing, collectibles, you name it, they got it. So why not shop at Southwest Trading Company? Go like the Facebook page, follow the Facebook page to keep up with all new events coming at the store and items. And once again, that location is 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Go check them out and let them know Russ from Oki Podcast sent you. the podcast i'm on the road man so i'm here at indigicon at the fam the first american museum and uh i got some friends with me everybody wants to introduce themselves
1: Hi, I'm Holly Tosa, I'm Kristen Gentry, Choctaw Sia. Hello, my name is Kristen Gentry and I'm Choctaw. I am the Store Assistant Manager here for about two more weeks and then I'm going to switch over to the Director of Community Engagement for Native Realities. So, I've been on both sides of this event and so I'll be bringing it to you again next year.
2: And uh, my name is Tom Ferris. Uh, I'm Oto Missouri, and Cherokee and I am the a museum Store Manager here at First Americans Museum and kind of the person here at the museum to kind of help put all this together along with
3: Kristen Guadziahalpa, my name is Lee Francis aka Dr. Indigenerd. I am the founder of Indigenous Comic Con and IPX um, and the director of Native Realities uh, Yeah, and I the, the, the organizer for the event working here with the beautiful people at First Americans Museum
0: Man awesome event today i'm very uh thank you thanks i'm excited to be here um i know it's in new mexico correct that's
3: where we started it uh so the original one was 2016 uh november of 2016 at the national hispanic cultural center um in albuquerque new mexico uh so my family is from the pueblo of laguna Uh, i lived in albuquerque uh it was you know it it was a lovely location we had a really good kickoff event and then we did two more over the next two years and then we uh, had a global pandemic and Mm. so this is our first one back so it's it's amazing to be here in Oklahoma and Oklahoma City in territory right you know among the people so this is it's uh, it's welcoming it's inviting it's it's been an amazing experience
0: how did it get here to Oklahoma how did how did that happen? So, um, That's
1: exciting. So I can kind of maybe I don't. It sounds very conceited, but maybe take the credit. Um, when, <laughs> when I lived in Albuquerque, and I'm an artist too, I was a vendor. at um, did you pop? Well, then it was called Indigenous Comic Con. It's not called that now. Uh, it's Indigenous Pop Expo. And so um, eventually, I moved back to Oklahoma, moved back home uh, with my kiddo, and. You know, from coming from it and being friends with Lee, and we were—we just wanted to see how we could bring it to Oklahoma and once First Americans Museum opened, it's kind of just an ideal location. We already were at local center point in the country, and we can bring everybody to Indian country.
2: Not to burst Christmas bubble. It was just we had to wait for FAM to open. That's the only reason
3: that it came to Oklahoma. <laughs> I think they were scheming in in between while everything was getting ready. And and it was a really good experience because I've been trying to bring Tom out to ours for years. And he's, you know, as an artist and and he's been working and doing all the other stuff. And so, like, I was just like, he was like, why don't you just come on out over here instead? And I was like, make it easy for me. Make it easy for you. I was like, perfect. That's great. Then we get to hang out together. So, yeah, they, you know, Kristen and Tom approached me and were like, would you think about doing this at FAM? We got a beautiful complex. We got this beautiful brand new museum. Uh, and at the time, we hadn't really had any solidified plans in Albuquerque, <clears throat> and we're really looking for partners to be able to go in with this work on, So, because we always like to be able to share the experience uh, and work together, you know, uh, among all of us. And they're like, Would you, you want to do this? you want to think about this? I think it was a Facebook message, if I recall. <laughs> and, you, and I was like, yeah, let's talk. This sounds great. And I was like looking up the museum. being, Well, this sounds kind of odd. Yeah, let's do it. This is, this is going to be amazing
1: students
3: yeah (laughs) (laughs) indeed
0: (laughs) (laughs) man yeah it's amazing man i i missed it in new mexico i wish i could have went but you know better late than never
3: heck yeah and And it's home
0: you know yeah absolutely it's here um and man like i wish i could be here all weekend (laughs) i gotta go to bartlesville the next day but just just today i mean the vendors here the actors, the filmmakers, everybody here, I mean, you know, it's some pretty big names um, throughout this whole complex here. Man, I wish I had time to go through the museum. I have yet to go through uh. the museum. I'm sorry. It's part
2: of your package, package exactly. <laughs> I and, and, know. And, if, and for those who didn't come to uh, <laughs> the show this year, that was uh, one of the benefits that we really were proud of, is that we wanted to provide the opportunity for people to go through and see our exhibits, as well as our just beautiful facility, um, because it's important for us to showcase Native people in a contemporary theme. And really, be able to tell our story from our own perspective, and not have that dictated to us. So, it's a perfect match for us to celebrate all these Native people doing all these amazing projects and uh, all the media that we consume, all the things that we love. It's all being produced by all these people downstairs, and it's amazing to see. And that's what I've, you know, been a lot of press for this and I've enjoyed all of it but the question I keep getting is you know who are you excited for and as you mentioned just going down and seeing all those people it's like we know all these people and even if you don't you you feel like you do because you know we're so bonded with our the media you know reservation dog you feel like you know those people mm-hmm. uh, and so seeing them it's like just seeing old friends and it's all in one place it's great
0: yeah, I seen a deer woman, and mm-hmm. <laughs> again, <laughs> <laughs> again, <I> no. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> but you know, I got a, I got a pick with her, and uh, when she like was leaving, she goes, "Be good." <laughs> I was like, okay. I <laughs> and I was talking to Tully, and she was walking by, and she like looked at me. She goes, <laughs> "The Robert De Niro, I'm watching." <laughs> Brilliant but that was awesome but i mean yeah like you said man like i mean it's just like hanging out with old friends and everybody's like so nice and cool and i mean it's not even like you know because sometimes when you meet like famous people it's like i'm scared to talk to them or i'm scared to like you know bug them i guess like when you're out and about and stuff like i remember when i met jake the snake at circle cinema i was like afraid to ask for his picture because like i was like man he looks tired. <laughs> 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 I don't I want to. I think it's right. just Jake the Snake. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. the original
3: post Malone. Malone's, like always tired. Like <laughs> <laughs> kind of there in that space. I think that's one of the things that we we try to do really well with this is to really create, even for the the celebrities, if you will, mm-hmm. is I mean, this is still community, right? Like they they're not separate from us. This is our kin and our family. These are these are our relatives. These are, you know, they 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 have a status, but they know what it's like to be home mm-hmm. and they know that you know we're going to treat them well and we're going to take care of them and that's what we do we you know we, we want to make sure that they that they're in this space but they you know they're i've always felt we're like different than sort of like a traditional comic con cuz people just wander around they're not just like parked at their table you know just kind of waiting they're like mm-hmm. they're checking out the vendors they're hanging out with people down the hall they're taking pictures outside they're you know they're they're part of the community and i think we since day one since year 1 we have really looked to make sure that uh, that has been really like our mantra, our essence, is that we're all in this together, right? If you're, if you're First Nations, if you're Indigenous from the south, if you're you know, uh, indigenous Australian, if you're Mahdi, if you're Sami, this is the place to come to uh, to be with fam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you at like fam, that? Man, with yeah. at yeah. fam with fam, <laughs> there you go.
0: And I, I love that because I was hanging out with Chad Yellowjohn at his um, booth. And Jonathan was walking around, you know, and um, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I recognize him. He just came to his booth, and he was joking around with us, cracking us up and stuff. And, I mean, it was like he knew us, like, from just back in the day or something. And we are just, like, telling jokes and stuff, and we got to pick with him, too. And, I mean, like, that's the atmosphere, you know, of, like, just being around, like, your relatives, right? And just hanging out and, like, having a good time. Like, no drama, you know? Like, just everybody's here to just, you know, see this beautiful place and just walk around and, like, think like, man, like we actually got in Digipop here. Yeah. And it's so amazing to see that.
1: It's really cool too to see everyone's cosplays already coming yes. out. What's great is we've all, you know, our we've made our regalia like for all time mm-hmm. <laughs> so to, like we have all those amazing sewing skills painting skills beadwork um, I've seen so many today that it's just like so exciting and um, how you're talking about how everyone's just so cool and down there mingling you know you just walk through and you're like oh you know there's Shauna Baker there's Desma Rose Kara Jade Martin you just see like all these people in there they run up and hug you um, a lot of us are related to different people mm-hmm. and we've went to dances with them ceremonies um, just grown up around them and it's great because you get to see like everybody like bring out their nerdy side too and all of our fandoms we're really like, native people are really into our fandoms so yeah. it's great to see it
2: well and I think the other thing is that native culture is finally having a moment inside pulp culture and that representation has been lacking for so long that now that it's happening I think the creators and the actors and performers they're all just so excited that they're finally able to be that representation that that they're excited to be here with their fans to be recognized and be celebrated for what they're doing so I think that's the important part of what's really being celebrated
0: here exactly exactly I mean that's what it is you know and it's cool because like you know the pop culture has come a long ways and it's cool to see us in like these types of um, environments too You know like comic books right growing up like it was only like x-men and um nothing wrong with them but you know i'd never seen a lot of like our representation inside comic books or like comic book movies or anything like that and now it's like it's really cool to see that and it's really cool to if i could just be a kid again you know right and then see that representation on tv or comic book stands or like toys and stuff like that i mean I, you know, I, I'd want to ask, like, you know, like, I wonder what that would be like, you know, growing up and seeing that. Well, ask a kid now. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> I will say this. Yeah. My 12 year old nerd self, uh, reading comic books was very frustrated by the fact that if you were a native character, you automatically had feathers and fringe mm-hmm. and that's how they knew you were native. Mm-hmm. And that was about the scope of that entire character. So now, you know, we have, you know, native authors and artists creating characters and telling our story from our perspective and so they're actually like real people you know mm-hmm. I, that is always one of the things for me that I, I was always so frustrated I just wanted a superhero who happened to be native not like mm-hmm. Well, that's the native superhero, and that's his whole personality is right. braids. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, it's like I want somebody who's like, yeah, it's it's a dude, and he's a superhero, but he just he also happens to be,
3: you know, Cherokee. Or but they whatever. also, and they, but they never did it cool enough either. No. I mean, like if it was all about braids, then shoot those braids out. <laughs> and, like, you know what I'm saying? Though that's yeah. the part, like that, like they don't they don't think about that kind of stuff. like. How would we like? I got my braids for probably traditional ceremonial reasons, but like I'm also a superhero, and part of that is that they can grow out. Strangle folks, like yeah. you know, whatever. And I'm like, they didn't do that. It was this is the iconography, and then they 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 have a spirit wolf. Yeah, there's uh, always yeah, yeah there's always some spirit
2: animal or was, um, you know, or like uh, uh, mysticism, like shaman from yeah, you know uh, exactly. The, what is that? Uh, Alpha flight, and. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and again, it was one of those things where it's like, "Hey, there's an Indian guy." It's like, "Yeah, there's feathers and fringe, and okay, shaman." Okay, there you is, know, I guess and that's, that's why it hearing. was always so underwhelming, and so now it's awesome to see us tell our own stories mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. not have things dictated to us by uh, this I kind of call, it, I kinda call it like um, uh, token inclusionism. It's like, "Yes, yeah, so you you got an Indian now, you're good." It's like. I guess <laughs>
1: Yeah, obviously it was kind of like that cliche of um, you know we finally do have a seat at the table and then we didn't want that we wanted to create the table like we want to not even use a table like what a, you know totally do something different and um, instead of just these diversity boards that like okay we're gonna put you know you on there but you would really they don't really want to know what you what you think
0: yeah
3: Exactly. Okay. Optics. No, I was just gonna say it's the optics of it, right? It's the optics of the comics, the optics of these spaces. And I think we've really tried here, I know at FAM, but also I think, you know, with the, the the Pop Expo is it's not about the optics. It's about the it's about authentic representation. It's about welcoming community. I mean, we have non native presenters here, but man, they're down for the cause, right? Like, we know those folks that are that are here because we know them through community. We know them through family. We know them through, you know, how we connect. Well, they're, they're also getting this wonderful experience as well, right? So, like, that's... I think that's the part that we're looking for, right, is to be able to have that in play. Yeah.
0: What's the... Uh, did you guys see the What If new character uh, uh, for that series, What If, for, for Marvel? They got the, a new native character. No, uh,
2: is it was it on the cartoon on Disney Plus?
0: Yeah, it's season two, I believe. Oh, and I haven't seen it. Well, I don't two. think it's out yet, but they uh, just oh, okay. they just released a like uh, teaser of oh. this new Are native they character bringing in Echo. Yeah,
3: is it?
2: Yeah, but is it off? Of, is it Echo? No. no,
0: no. It's a new. It's a new Marvel character the, based from like just the original Marvel. That I don't know dancer? who made it. What that, uh, they, they? I'll try to look it up real quick. Yeah, they me.
2: um did that character that was based on the dancer from Canada. Uh. That fancy
3: uh, show dancer. Yeah. Uh, what was her? Uh, 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 what's the? Uh, it's it's not the solstice. It's the opposite of that. Equinox. Ah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Right. Because I think she. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see that. And again, that's once again bringing some representation to something
3: that we. Yeah. Have. I see it. Yeah. No. It's uh, a. Yeah. Huh. Kahori, Kahori, new Mohawk Nation heroine for What If season two. Awesome. That's pretty cool.
2: Sadly, it's in the uh, what-if universe in Marvel (laughs) and not (laughs) the It's like, well, yeah, we get great representation in that imaginary world.
3: (laughs) What if there were actual natives still in existence? Come on, man. Right, exactly. We'll have to see how the story plays out.
0: Well, I I hope it's good. Yep. It says it's pronounced cohorti. Okay. And she, yeah. is a real Wolf Clan name, meaning she stirs the forest, Ooh. or is someone who motive, motivates those around her. In her debut adventure, Cohorty will Cohorty will have to live up to her name and recruit powerful allies into the fight to save her people and change the course of history forever.
2: Oh, Excellent. okay. Well, I look forward to checking that out and adding uh, hopefully a non-feather fringe-wearing character to That would be awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh. That's what she looks like. Oh, right on.
3: Okay, okay. Let's see what Tom thinks. Okay. Right. So who developed the character? Like, I'm I don't know. I'd be curious to see who they've got down in there. I hope so. Always a Pue- always a pueblo. The pueblo yeah. should always well, develop no, everything. Supposed to be Mohawk.
2: It's what what the the profile said that there what? is a Mohawk character. Okay. So. That, that looks like a manta to me. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a, so yeah, and that, um, that you know, that's uh, getting back to authenticity, of course, yes. you know, that's the, you know, you want somebody, if it's going to be a Mohawk character, you want that, uh, those little touches of regalia or, or those things that um, are indigenous to that tribe, yeah. <laughs> uh, to be represented in that character, you know, that was always, that was the other thing about Native characters growing up for me, too, is that. It, it was just so stereotypical. There was never anything, you know, even in their, their costumes were pretty lame. You know, I was thought like, man, you could do something cool with gorgets You could do like some cool earrings. I mean, I don't know. There was just something I thought that could be done so much better and, and it finally is. And so I'm excited for that uh, and look forward to more of that.
1: And what's cool, too, um, so we have all the children's shows, too. Like, we have Spirit Rangers now. Mm, So even our little kids get to see that. And Roy Boney this weekend is launching a 10-minute short that um, he uses, um, like, auditory Cherokee language and then, like, Cherokee syllabary. Um, And so that's just been really cool, too. So not only do we have great representation that's through us in our comics, but now we even have it in our own languages. Like, I, w- I don't think anybody of us sitting here had that as a child. I mean, I know we didn't. So, yeah. um, it wasn't something that existed, and it does today. That's that's pretty amazing.
0: It is. I mean, we go back to, like, man, like, growing up like that would have been so crazy to see all that. The Spirit Rangers, I mean, I forgot about that, but there's so much, like, representation now, and to actually, like, you know, like you said, like, we, it's like we know everybody, right? Like, it's, it's not, it's not like, cause it's basically like the stuff we learned about already. And like, you had an idea of what that was, a, what that, I don't want to say costume, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but of what they dressed her up in that comic, right? Like you already had like an idea of it and everything and you were naming off some names. But yeah. I mean, like, like we, we know like the authenticity matters, right? And like you said, like everything was very basic and It was lame. (laughs) Like, like, it's hard to say, like, it's hard to say that because it it really was, like, growing up, it was like, oh, man, you know, like, dress them up like, you know, like you were saying, like, you know, have some better ideas or something. And finally, you know, we're finally getting stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so it's really, it's amazing to see.
2: Just do something that is reflective of who that character is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And I think that's always, and it's honestly not, shouldn't be too surprising, just, you know, in in day-to-day um, business here, we have so many guests that um, that tell us that they realized for the first time that natives all spoke different languages uh, and that, that tribes all, you know, had different cultures. And uh, just that realization alone is so overlooked in the broader culture in this country that, you know, we have expectations because that's our culture and we know. But I think... The benefit of having authenticity in pop culture now is that people are actually learning what we're about rather than spaghetti western versions of Indians, you know? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, so this native artist created this native character, they're, you know, authentic as can be, and I think that's what's important now is that the, the, <laughs> the education of a lot of Americans comes from watching movies and TV now we can finally actually educate them on who we actually are
1: right and if there yes. was correct like representation of seeing like an actual like grass dancer chicken whatever or fancy dancer in there, that's what they actually do but that is just an image that um people associate like that all of us look like that that all of us dance like that and then if you look in like um and i know like superheroes often they're pretty much mostly in like their superhero costume so like people wouldn't just really be in regalia 24 7 either so it's nice today like this expo is a great example you get to see all kinds of people that aren't necessarily cosplaying but it's just what we look like every day um but we still like indigenize that we still have like our beaded earrings our gorgets, our you know everything um and now we have so many like native fashion designers too um it's like you really could wear something that is correct that's made by a living artist today that's you know from our culture
2: well and that's one of the things uh, again about this show that that I'm impressed by is just the scope of what we're showing that natives do Um, I've been saying that if you like anything, we probably have a representative here. We even have um, Chef Nico uh, Albert Williams, mm-hmm. who is on um, Chef vs Wild. Wild, yeah. Yep. And uh, she's gonna be coming on Sunday and doing a cooking demonstration. Nice. So I was like, not only do we have like movies, TV, um, you know, musical performers, we have sh- like celebrity chefs. We've got you know, we've got everything. So uh, I just kind of, I'm excited for this moment uh, for natives in, in pop culture. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm really excited, too. Um, So, uh, I'm Choctaw, and so my tribe is from the southeast of the U.S. that was then, you know, through Indian removal to Indian Territory, where we're at right now. I mean, Choctaws weren't here specifically. We were, you know, the southeastern part of Oklahoma as well. Um, And so, we have an organization called the Southeastern Indian Artists Association, and we've all just been artists growing together, creating our work, and then now we have, like, our own celebrity amongst us. We have Roy Boney with us. And it's just like he's just our friend he's just someone like we you know we've you know grown with and now he you know he does cover art for marvel Mm -hmm. like that's just it's like mind-blowing that all these celebrities are us and i always tell people when i watch reservation dogs because i was born in tulsa um, I've lived in the Creek Nation so <clears throat> when I watch that show it's just like it almost feels like it's just real life to me because uh, like the way they talk um, all the artwork is all of our friends and our mentors artwork we've seen growing up it's just really cool to see these home it's just it, it really does it feels real like it's not even like a fake storyline it's like yeah this is our real lives and so it's kind of kind of surreal you kind of feel like You're almost watching a documentary in a way (laughs) (laughs) or something.
0: (laughs) I like in Res Dogs how um, we talk about fashion, right? And, like, we have a lot of artists and everything. And I like in, you know, that series how just in the background, you'll see, like, a lot of your friends' artwork in there or, like, Mm -hmm. um, even, like, designers. Like, they'll have, like, their shirts or, like, their merch. And they'll have the actors or the characters, I mean, wearing that. Mm -hmm. You know, showcasing, like... This is um, indigenous wear, you know, it's like our people made this. Right. And so, I mean, like, that's really cool to see all that. And um, you, you talk about something else and dang, I forgot already. But <laughs> well, I would
2: say what, what's even uh,
0: our own perspective
2: or my own perspective of, of that, too, is that uh, we worked closely with the production of that show mm-hmm. so um, the artwork that you see in some of the background that's Johnny Daikons we actually mm-hmm. have that hanging in the store downstairs it's available for sale mm-hmm. um, you know uh, we provided that show with uh, some wardrobe with some jewelry and mm-hmm. so it's interesting to have sold that and then see it on screen mm-hmm. but then you know it, it is it's just yeah it's, it's great to know someone that works for Marvel, that, that Roy, you know, he's at that level, and I get to cheer on my friend and read mm-hmm. the comic books that I want to read anyway. Uh, but I just get to see a native artist, you know, producing the work, and it's amazing work. It's, and his style is so different than anybody else really doing anything in comics right now. And so I, it's just a, a refreshing thing to see.
1: Right. We also have um, because of Native realities, we have like an indigenous um, book publishing company. Finally, we have a way to have, you know, illustrators and writers. We can have a Creek illustrator, a Creek writer. And then, you know, they know their own culture and like and it can actually be produced by like complete native. Like that's just unheard of to me without having to use like outside of those sources. We have those resources now. We haven't always had that.
2: Yeah. And that allows us to tell the stories we want to tell rather than what we're allowed to tell. And I think that's uh, an opportunity that hasn't always been available to us. And I think that, again, just goes along to help us tell our own narrative.
0: I know, man. I mean, it's always great to do that and to be a part of that as well. I mean, and you and you all have put on a great show. How long have you all been here?
2: Well, uh, I've been here since right before we... And the museum opened uh, September 18th of 2021. Mm -hmm. And I came on a few months before that to help get the store developed. Kristen came on a little bit after I did. Mm -hmm. And we've been here since. Uh, And that's been... What I really enjoy about this job is that it's given me an opportunity to develop things like bringing the show here. We do... A winter Holiday Art Market, where we get to see a lot of these artists, too. We do um, a fashion show every year. We do um, Star Wars Day. So we get to celebrate our indigeneity the way we want to, mm-hmm. you know, rather than kind of way we're always told we have to Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah
1: and so they're like kind of the mission of ipx and the mission of fam kind of align in um you know showing contemporary culture showing contemporary natives living artists um a lot of times when you go in museums and you go in any type of like store anything it's a lot of reproduction prints um not like i'm not bashing andy warhol at all but as an example you can go into pretty much any contemporary museum and get andy warhol prints just reproductions but you can come here to our museum get original pieces by living artists like like you're literally like helping people feed their children and they're all people in our community Um, and if you really like something you can get more because you know them or like we would know them for you and i think like that's just amazing and like to go on beyond fashion and those things we all have we even have um all of our tribes now not all of them but a lot of tribes are producing products and like the chickasaw nation with bedray chocolates made right here in oklahoma iowa tribe they have their own bee farms if people didn't know that mm. uh the Quapaw nation and again chickasaw nation they both have coffee out it's just it's just amazing to see everything like that's going on in indian country today
0: man <laughs> coffee bees What else did you say? Chocolates? Chocolate. Chocolate.
1: Yeah. Beef jerky. Jerky. (laughs) Olive oil. Olive oil.
2: Skin care. Yeah. Skin care. And that's, again, um, not to be promoting the store too much, but (laughs) (laughs) that's what we do on a daily basis is a a microcosm of of this show. Mm -hmm. So we're always showing off what uh, natives are doing today. Like all of these companies that we carry, we work with, they're native owned or operated and they're producing products that natives want to buy and represent as well. And so we're happy to be able to do that.
0: It's a great store. No, I, I walked you. through there whenever I first got here and you know, I was looking at everybody's artwork and seen some a lot of friends in there too that had their stuff in there and I was like, "Oh wow, you know, they've been making moves." But <laughs> i back now. <laughs> but it was cool to see like all their stuff in there and I'm like, "Oh cool, you know, I can just come here and grab their stuff, you know, if I can't find it anywhere else." Like, I mean, and and it's a uh, just an amazing store. It's a. Would you consider? it? What do you consider like a gift shop? No, no. We're I want store. St- <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want uh, to make you have, mad. No.
1: But we have like intentions as to why we don't call it a gift yeah. shop. Um So a lot of times you think of. Like in trouble if I say Klein's Corners. Like you, think you think um, like <laughs> those type of. It's like you know stuff that's made in China. Mm. Things that are not reflective of our cultures here in Oklahoma, if we're talking about here, um, and it's just not made native made. Mm-hmm. And so well, again, yeah, it goes back to authenticity. Yes, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. we
2: want things that first of all our community wants, um, and we take that pretty seriously. You know, we're. You know if somebody suggests something to us we really look at it and mm-hmm. um we we even have a small portion of our store that appeals to our maker community you know we have mm. regalia pieces you can buy you can get ribbon shirts from us you can get uh, roach spreaders you can get um, hair combs i mean all these things that you would usually find at an in store <laughs> that we just don't really have around in this area so we get to Appeal to that community as well as fine art collectors, mm-hmm. and uh, just people who like what natives are doing.
0: And now you two are artists, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of you know mediums. Is that the right word yeah. to use? Like different or media. Me- yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I never know the right word. No. <laughs> 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 one's plural, <and> one's singular. <laughs> but you know, you have a lot of a lot of work that you both work on. You know, whether it be. Um, I know you do a lot of jewelry mm-hmm. and paintings, yeah. and I I ran into you at the uh, oh I don't want to get the name, wrong, Mont- but the one in hey. <laughs> 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 the
2: parking lot, yeah. forty nine, yeah. the Walmart.
0: <laughs> no, you ran into me, yeah, yeah, Target, yeah. Yeah. Lot. come on, the casino. Hey, <laughs> hey. I ran Darn into him. Too. My car hit his car. Hey. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no. Exactly. no, but it was at a Teleco at that um oh, it's Costacon. Yeah, oh. yeah,
2: that was a fun show, and it was uh it was. Interesting to kind of participate in that, knowing that I was going to be putting this on or helping put this on, and um, just kind of seeing how uh, successful that show was. And I I enjoyed being a vendor on that side. Um, I got to do some things that I don't normally have at um, larger shows that are a little more fine art uh, oriented. This one, you know, I got to have you know stickers and shirts and you know fun stuff that. Uh, well, I absolutely love when a collector buys a piece for me. I get the same thrill, like, seeing my sticker on the back of someone's car, or mm-hmm. seeing somebody wear my shirt. You know, it's just like, oh, hey, that's my artwork. You know, and <laughs> it, I, but you get to see that far more often than, like, oh, that's hanging in someone's living room. <laughs> you don't really get to see that yeah, very yeah. often. So it's it's nice every so often to just see a car drive by. You're like, hey, I made that sticker. Or, yeah. you know. Um, but I enjoy... Um, kind of filtering Native perspectives through pop culture just because uh, it's something that everyone is familiar with. I mean, that's why it's popular. And so when you could take something that is immediately recognizable by the majority of people and slide in a little Native, um, I guess, perspective of our culture, uh, that's a win-win for me. And, you know, I just like making fun stuff sometimes too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, didn't you do some, like, live screen printing? Or not screen printing, but um, relief printing? Yeah, so that
2: was something that I had never really tried out before, Scosticon. Um, I, I dabble in printmaking. Um, I like to try everything and just learn how to do it. I don't necessarily do it very well, but <laughs> but it's it's usually successful and kind of fun. Uh, but, yeah, I did um, uh, an image just for that show because it was on um, November the 5th, and I, so I was like, well, I have to do a a uh, v for vendetta piece so i was really excited for that <laughs>
0: mm. you did skateboards too correct yeah i had yeah. i had
2: some skateboards um again just stuff that i didn't i wouldn't normally have um i did a uh, again i really like using cherokee languages because we're one of the few tribes that have our own written, written language and it lends itself well to a visual medium and so uh, i did a cherokee hoverboard all in syllabary and southeastern design and um I did another one that had the 1966 Batman logo translated to Cherokee. Uh, Again, it's just another one of those instances where I've heard so many times, I didn't realize Native people all spoke different languages. Like, yes, we do, and some of us have written languages. So it's little moments of education that are beneficial from my work. I, I like that.
1: Yeah, I think it's easy with your work in the sense of you use imagery that everybody knows, and then it's like, oh, but it gives them that second take, like, oh, wait, that's... What is, and then you get to have the conversation with them. And yeah. that's why we kind of, like, artists, we kind of look for that. Like, if your art can, like, cause an emotion, whether positive, negative reaction, something, or, like, ha- like invoke more questions, to me that's always, like, a, uh, sorry, a successful piece of art in that sense where you don't really have to say anything at first, and then, like, it creates a dialogue instead of having to have all that text with it or, yeah, so... Mm-hmm.
3: No, it's <laughs> no. Um, no um, Art is good. <laughs> I'm it a leader. I never us. can <laughs> add to these conversations at all. Like in the like the visual arts, I'm like, it's something that I was like, I would love. I want to jump. I was like, I. But it, it's the time. It's the time and the dedication, right? And that's, I feel that's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I can take, I can take the time, but other things would then have to not happen in order for me to take the time for that to happen. Mm. So, mm. you know, there's been plenty... Of t- I mean, I still sketch stuff out, and I still, you know, move... You know, there's things that I just want to draw because they're fun, you know, or whatever, but it's, you know, it's, it's not necessarily for public consumption.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's all just like, do you make well, the comics? So I was like
3: yes i'll just say yes i do Mm -hmm. i don't draw them but i make them how about that
1: yeah Um, so we are actually live screen printing our um our con poster this year and the artwork is actually since he keeps saying he's not an artist, <laughs> so um, you know Dale DeForest. But with Lee Francis, it came with Lee first, and then collaboration with Dale. Um, so you'll get that work right there, and um, he'll
2: sign it for you if you bring
3: it to him. <laughs> uh, if you if you can hunt him down,
2: mm-hmm. at the yeah, he'll maybe sign he'll it
1: sign you. it, and then we can say, "Look, Lee's an actual artist." Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's
3: nice. I'll draw a little picture with it. I will draw like a smiley face on everything, so it's fine. That's my yeah. art. Is that that your con sketch? That's my con sketch. <laughs> <laughs> You got a number. Three <laughs> lines baby. Yeah, and then a number and a 1 of 1.
1: You should do 4. <laughs> You're the 4th. You got to do yeah. four one prints of everything. One of
3: one. I like <laughs> <laughs> it's still like this. I was like four is there? but I'm just like 1 of 1. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Artist well, perfect. I don't know how you
2: haven't done a May the 4th uh, be with you kind of thing just because you are
3: I am the I fourth mean, I, I should be something oh. well I mean happen. so basically I get Dale DeForest to draw all of my avatars <laughs> <laughs> I mean every one of them that he's done and I've actually now decided I just want him to do a series of them because he did he started <laughs> out I think it was like New Mexico magazine or one of the New Mexico magazines he he did it they had contracted him right after we started first comic-con or second comic-con right and we had just opened the shop in Albuquerque and it's it's an image of me like supermanning right like Tearing off the suit and tie, it's got the S underneath it, you know, and then like, and my glasses, and he always draws my glasses. So I was like, you know, with me and my glasses and the whole thing. And I was like, that was so awesome, and people saw it, and they're like, oh my gosh, Lee, and that was, that was great. So then a couple years later, he was contracted again to do another image of me for another magazine he did me as Indiana Jones. So he did me as Dr. Jones. So this last year... So you just started paying him. Just, you just well, you put well, him on contract. contract. You're I was just like, finally all right. just like, okay, I need you to do one for me as Dr. Strange. And um. so he did a Doctor Strange one of me that I use for my avatar for a lot of stuff. And I was like, I'm just going to go through all the doctors because <laughs> I call myself Dr. Indigenerd. So I'm like, I'm just going to use, I'm going to be like Dr. Doom. You know, uh, I'm trying to think of like, who are the other doctors? Dr. <laughs> Dr. Quinn. <For> Dr. Gray. <laughs> Dr. Gray, Dr. <laughs> Quinn. Oh my God. That would be <laughs> awesome. Doctor Quinn, yeah. Medicine Francis. Oh my
1: goodness! That exactly. is Speaking genius. Of now I'm gonna have him do that representation. Yep. <laughs> there could be a whole discussions about Doctor Quinn. Yes. I see you in a prairie dress. Or, uh, no, i listen.
3: I think it's brilliant. I will totally. I'm totally gonna be like, <laughs> or, all right, man. You got like eight or nine more to do on this one. So
1: I mean, I love Zahn, but like, so it's like they now. Not that Zahn doesn't deserve more work, but like, it's nice that there's more actors. You know, we tend to see the same ones over mm-hmm. and over. Um, So that's cool, too, that there's even more now.
2: I will say Zahn was just, I've been catching up with the History of the World Part Two.
3: Oh, is he on it? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) and he's in it. it, And he's uh,
2: he's a a Union soldier uh, during the end days of the Confederacy. And he has to do really bad, introverted, Native stand-up comedy to... um, Two southern soldiers, oh, <laughs> and that's awesome. and uh, what well, it's something like you might be a colonizer if you. i like, oh, oh that's that's perfect. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> oh. I, 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 I highly that. suggest uh, people check out the History of the World Part Two just well, for, just for Zahn of nothing
3: else. There's two indigenous folks because Taika plays Sigmund Freud. Oh yeah, yeah, uh. he was good at that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Is that a series? Yeah, yeah it just came out on Hulu. Hulu, that's right.
2: Um, because I, I loved History of the World Part 1. I love Bill Brooks. Yep. And uh, that, that's an often quoted movie for me. Um, and so I was, like, really excited for, for History of the World Part 2. Yeah, finally. so, like, yeah. we're
1: making our Like, you see how much, like, Hulu is, like, supporting all of the, our different shows really and movies is. right yeah. now. And I feel like, not that I'm, again, not saying anything negative on Hulu, but maybe one day we'll have our own indigenous, like, TV, you know, yeah, company doing that. But, I mean, props to Hulu because they are bringing so many different things, and we're Mm -hmm. even bringing one of the movies, the Indigenous Comic-Con, this year. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Do you guys want to talk about that? Oh, so, yeah, that is one of the other things that we're having on Saturday night is we're screening Prey, the latest in the Predator series, um, which, of course, takes place through the Comanches, spoken in Comanche, and we'll be screening it in Comanche for sure. Um, And... uh, it's, it's a If you haven't seen it, definitely see that. That's amazing. And watch it in Comanche. You can do it on Hulu. It's an option. Um, it's amazing. I, I was just so impressed with the work that they did on that. And we will have uh, the producer, Jane Myers, here. Mm. And um, speaking on her experience of producing that film and... I think, what she's doing next. So I'm excited to kind of see where that goes. And that movie stars Amber Midthunder, who, I mean, I've been a huge fan of hers since um, Legion. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's yep. great in Legion. And so, um, yeah. And again, what I was a fan of her from that show. Didn't really ever think that I would bump into her. But then I got to go see the screening of Prey when it first was released. And she was there. I met her, got pictures. It was great. Again, it, it turns into one of those things where it's like, we just know these people. It's just mm-hmm. community. They're, I mean,
1: yeah, they're
2: not, there's not that um, barrier of pretense.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and what was also so great about Prey, they, like, went one step further, and they used artists to do, like, their beginning and end reels. You might have a better oh, yeah. term for those. I'm Credits. Credits. There mm-hmm. we go, not reels. I'm sorry. I knew I was saying it wrong. Um, and, you know, we have two of those artists in our store, Bring Back to Fam, you know, Jane Nicole Hatfield and Nakona Burgess. Again, mm-hmm. people, you know, those are our friends, and um, it's but then you, everybody around the world watched this movie and they saw that artwork. Like, that's just to me, like, my this is surreal for our friends. You know? I like the,
0: the Comanche dub, I thought yeah. that was mm-hmm. dope, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, I mean, like, I, I love the movie, and the dub didn't come out till what a week later. I think we saw it in
2: the original, I saw it, I saw it premiered. in Comanche. Oh, yeah, well, you yeah. premiered Dude, it, in premiered, yeah, yeah, but, but in yeah. Comanche. I miss that. But <laughs> <laughs> no
0: but on Hulu I think the Comanche didn't come out till like a uh, couple days yeah, later, if or something I recall like correctly. That. Uh, it wasn't right at I know that. But I still love like prey and predator lore and all that stuff and me and my wife are watching and when we were watching it, I looked at her and I was like, It's really weird to see a period piece in perfect English. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know there was like questions on there. Like, there's French in it, and I remember them asking Jane Mm -hmm. about that. Why did they not subtitle that? That was
2: (laughs) the only thing they did subtitle. Yeah, yeah. because they were saying that that was the first time that because everything else is Comanche, and you're from their perspective, and so if they can't speak French, that's when they put the Mm -hmm. the subtitles on. So that was a really interesting thing to that decision again it's it's little things like that Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. being in the perspective of that native character of course they don't understand french because they speak comanche Mm -hmm. and i mean it's so it's little things like that that i think are so important for again our representation um and i'll just kind of compare to something we do here at the museum um we're very proud of our all native curatorial team and they did something which doesn't sound radical but in the museum world it is in all of our um Tags for all of our exhibits are written from a first-person perspective. um, And so it's literally us telling our story from our own perspective. And that's not done anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And so, again, it's just little things like that that matter to Native people that have never really been available to us. Mm.
1: Yeah, and that kind of stemmed out of, um, there was an exhibition called Hearts of Our People a couple years ago right as pandemic started. (laughs) Um, And so that, they also did that. They also um, started writing the Indigenous language first, English second. That little switch is really important to us because, you know, we are speaking in our language, then we'll translate for you, versus making it easy for you and putting in English, and then most people would probably not ever try to read the second part, so we're putting us first in that sense, and um, those little bitty changes into a museum is, you know, that's big, Mm -hmm. even though it's tiny. (laughs) Like, this is weird.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, oh, man. I mean, a lot lot of great things touched on this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to know, how did you you both meet? Uh,
2: Well, we were friends um through like i said you, native art's a really small community yeah. you kind of know everybody mm-hmm. and so it is great when um someone you know is successful because you can cheer them on and there's just that short um, degree of separation in something so like stellar and just like oh it's amazing that you know i have friends who are doing big things so yeah so chris and i have just uh worked together and uh, as artists prior to this and then um uh, <laughs> Kristen was such a good employee that Lee stole her away. I did? <laughs> so, <laughs> it did. It yeah, <laughs> so I think um, I, I think I was uh, I was too proud of uh, having a good team, and then Lee was like, "Yeah, that's a right, good man. team. I'll take that." That such a nice
1: telling of how we met. Though I don't think that's how we <laughs> met. I'm pretty sure we met at Cherokee Art Market.
2: Oh, we did. Yes, um, <laughs> um, we met hunting down
3: Polly Shore. No, no. no,
2: no <laughs> yes, we that.
3: did. No, well, we, we yeah. Juice? Now you can't see that. You're all just like, no, we didn't. -uh." No. No.
1: So I actually, (laughs) I I, I saw, like, I was helping my friend Matt set up his booth, And um, there was this really cool war club. And I had never seen, like, contemporary, like, pop art war clubs. And he's like, oh, well, that guy made it. And I turn around, and it's Tom. And
2: I was like, I'm going to find Polly Shore. (laughs) I heard he's here doing a set. <laughs> <So> he's wandering <laughs> around the casino. I want a picture.
1: <laughs> he's, he's lying. There was some more conversation before oh, that. Okay. Um, and so, I, like, I'm talking to him, and then he's like, I created this. this is, <laughs> like, and I was like.
2: I believe I said, I founded the show. I hope yeah, you enjoy it.
1: So, I always think of, because I didn't know who he was, and but he made Cherokee Art Market. And so, to me, that's very funny.
3: Always. That's <laughs> how I walked up to you at Indian Art Market. I was just like, hey, I got this event, this thing called Indian Comic Con. You were like. Okay, I was like, <laughs> I, I don't come out here that often. So cool. <laughs> like, I come out pretty much just for this. He okay. was like, Well, come out to Albert Creek anyway. I was like, We'll get you. Uh, I want to get you. And you're like, No, that's cool. I was like, Yeah, that's uh, what I said. I was like, When I got the chance to do this, I was like, Shoot, this is great. Then we get to hang out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. See, I just had so, to bring you to Oklahoma. That's, that's all. Listen, I love I love traveling. So we just met at like comics mm-hmm. or at the Comic Con. Yeah. And then you also did uh, entrepreneur work.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So yeah, I think yeah. we were part of that as well. Mm-hmm. And I remember connecting up.
1: Yeah. And then, I mean, you've always supported different organizations. When I lived in Albuquerque that I was involved with sponsoring, mm-hmm. you know, like the the running club. I'm trying to think of what they're called. Is it native running? Running, running medicine. Running medicine. Running medicine. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, and then I'm in a native sorority. And so we would do events and movies. And then Lee would let us, you know, show them right there at Red Planet. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs>
0: How long did you live in Albuquerque for?
1: About eight years. For real? Yeah. hmm
0: Yeah. And I met Kristen uh, playing stickball. Ah. Oh, remember that? I
4: don't.
0: What was I mean? Elbows. Well, now, now <laughs> <laid me> tell
2: <out laughs> no. no. a real embarrassing no. story about it that All she elbows. doesn't Boom.
0: remember. They
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where were we at? I.A. or so Oklahoma?
0: Oklahoma, I think oh, okay. we drove down here and you played with that Stillwater team.
1: Ah, uh, okay, okay. Oh, and yeah. Y'all that y'all laid team.
0: us okay. out. Okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because when I we play that's, that's,
0: that's the only game that's a uh, team from
3: Stillwater wins, I guess. Oh, I mean.
1: my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, oh. This is where the
3: Pueblo oh. steps away. I can't <laughs> I think I get involved in this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma rivalries. <laughs> Dangerous <laughs> <That's> territory. <real. laughs>
0: oh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's cool how, you know, we all have connected throughout the time of Whatever I mean it's it's so it's been so long and you know, everybody's still friends and you know mm-hmm. everybody's still um, being so uh, proud of what everybody does and rooting for everyone mm-hmm. and you start your new job I mean how what's that what's that going to be like I mean what do you what are your <laughs> thoughts on that I,
2: I think she's getting a pretty good idea what it's going to be like right now but <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> nothing to add to that. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> So for me, I've always, uh, I feel like I've always been really great at adapting and, mm-hmm. you know, doing well in jobs I've always done, like, like Fam Store, adapted to do that. Um, I've been a teacher. And then when I saw kind of like the job description, I just kind of, I saw that Lee had a job opening and I was reading it and it was like. I don't have to like mold to that. It was like reading my own biography on or like my artist CV or something. I'm like, and that is really what I truly love: um, curation and like community engagement planning. They're similar. And you're tr- you're giving people opportunities, or giving artists opportunities as a curator. You're like tying those themes together, creating events for our communities. And I just I really do I genuinely love bringing this. I like I keep seeing people over and over downstairs. Um, I get to see all my friends, family, um, people from across the country. It's just it's like a like going to like you go to dances and you see everybody and that's kind of what this con is for me and cuz it pulls in everybody like from all over and speaking of that stickball game uh Wimpe Designs is also downstairs she was playing that day with us and then her assistant that she works with uh Marley Marley's down there with her so it's like these weird like inner like actions that we have over time and then they like all culminate here
2: <laughs> that was a long way of saying you're going from one nerd to another nerd it's <laughs> pretty much that is, yep yeah. that's what i got yeah, mm-hmm. so. that, that, that's the and
1: there. you know um mm, do i want to say like women or two-spirit women women presenting um i'm like i need to come in and organize some stuff <laughs> <laughs>
3: please <laughs> yeah. well needed and and for so many multiple reasons representationally for spirit wise all of that that medicine I think is is super important so it was it was you're awesome (laughs) (laughs) do you have to move or I don't actually I get to work remotely uh,
1: which I'm super extroverted so that's gonna we'll see how that (laughs) that part of it but um I, I, unlike most natives, I do not run on Indian time. So for me, I'm really excited about that. I get to, you know, pace myself and I don't have to <laughs> necessarily go at these like people showing up late for everything kind of concepts because, you know, it's me, it's up to me to do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's really cool. I'm a single mom and working full time at a museum that just opened. There's a lot of work the first, you know, few years of, any business opening um, and so you know I'll take her to daycare or take her to school or the daycare takes her to school for me my kiddo and then um, they take her to this daycare here takes her to daycare and then I don't get to pick her up till after school and then it's like bath time bedtime so Um, just, you know, I'm very thankful for all the experience I've had here at FAM and that it's been able, like, my daughter, it's given me a life, you know, I get to provide for her, Um, but having that work-from-home job going into Native Realities is really going to give me more time with her, and I can see more of her life, and, like, I can go on field trips with her, and, um, you know, like, she, like we keep talking about we didn't have those things as kids she gets all those things she knows so much choctaw so much cherokee that's dope yeah one of the coolest parts about working here at fam um, because we work in the money-making entity at the store um our events often go in the evening times and as a single mom that's hard for me sometimes so like our senior curator sometimes will just come over um take my kiddo from me to go, like, they'll go to coloring. Sometimes they'll take her home. Jewel comes home learning new words from Heather Autone and, and <laughs> in Choctaw. I Not bet. bad words. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, just <laughs> yeah on, Sounds Which like words? you guys know Heather. <laughs> 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 yeah, and I don't know. I just, I couldn't ever... Like I couldn't have had that experience without working here, and that means a lot to me. And watching how elevated my friends and artists have become over the past, you know, like year and a half, just you know, by having the opportunity to be here, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: man. So, what is—is is this always going to be here in Digipop? <laughs> Why everyone. I mean, well, <laughs> I mean, the last of hoping, family, but you
2: know, <laughs> ultimately, well, that, that depends on. That. <laughs> I, <mean. laughs> I, you know, honestly, I think, and I do joke that uh, the reason that it took so long to come back after COVID is they were just waiting on us to open. Um, but I, I think this is just such a good home for this show um, because, I mean, not only are Do our missions align so well? But uh, just our building alone is is like indigenous futurism personified. I mean, it's just cool. It looks like a spaceship. So, like, Mm -hmm. it just it's suited to be here.
1: Yeah, I don't think we talked about like the aerial view of uh, the cosmological clock of how this place even is. Mm-hmm. Um we, you know, hit the solstice and the equinox. Those things go with our mound in the back and the mound is reflective of our southeastern tribes. So, um at one point of the year, the sun at sunset will come through. We have a tunnel in the mound and then another point in the the other point um it hits the top of our mound and I know that first year I'm sure all the architects were like holding their breath to see if they did it right if they placed it right on the earth um there's a whole yeah they did they did it was really exciting um and to think that our ancestors did that without all of the math Mm -hmm. and technology that we use today like
3: (laughs) absolutely so yeah my answer to that is we definitely want to be back here it's such a beautiful and amazing location so if if you'll have us we're gonna hold we'll you to this podcast. <laughs> 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 I don't know. No. Just saying. I don't know. We'll see. You tell me. <laughs> we have lots of other suitors. Don't worry.
4: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like we really don't. I
3: was yeah, totally I was a saying, bluff. I'm like. And I'm just saying. You made like Tom this is where we speechless. like. To Good talk. <laughs> <job. Well, laughs> I, 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 I was just thinking. It was
2: know. like, well, it would be hard to record something like this with all the. Casino games going off in the background at right. those <laughs> other places, so I, th- I think we're still a pretty good candidate. Well played, you know? sir. Yeah. Well played.
0: <laughs> mm. I like Appreciate that. In the, it. in the back, what did what did you call that? That our mound. mound? Yeah, the mound yeah, back there. Yeah, yeah.
1: So like tribes from the southeast. Um, we had like uh those mounds for us like cahokia mounds um caddos have their mounds today they even have one that was destroyed you know a couple years ago that they've rebuilt um and in those mounds you know they would put um, like we call them like head pots or like funerary pots Um, um so like you know our deceased relatives and this kind of goes into then, like, the tattooing. If you've ever seen, like, tattooing on people's faces from the mm. different tribes, you can see those. They would, like, make the the pot out of that actual person, you know, like, of their face. And, like, you could see their tattooings, their markings. And you know, then their remains would be inside. Our mound here at Fam does not have any human remains. Um, It's you know symbolic. So yeah.
2: Yeah, we're trying to keep everything contemporary. Yes. yes. Right. Yes. There there are no bodies in Fam.
0: (laughs) No dead bodies. (laughs) Man, that's awesome, though. I mean, you brought up like back in the day, we never had what a architect to draw that out, or Mm -hmm. all these, you know things we have now to make sure that these things are properly built. They just knew how to do it. And it's so crazy to think back, like how, like what was like the main thing that helped them do that. And so, I mean, it goes back to even like just other, across the waters too, like these pyramids that are built and all that. It's like, it's so perfect, right? Like the things we did back in the day were so perfect. And it's so crazy to think about. It freaks me out, guys. It's
1: <laughs>
2: well, because people weren't um, watching TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah.
0: guilty of that. <laughs>
1: Speaking of influencers, we have Shauna Baker Yeah, here. yeah too. Yeah. yeah, you can also watch her play video games. She does Twitch a lot. Um, sorry to always bring it back because I'm like, I'm in an advertisement. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it just you think of more ways and like talking about how do we build those things and then how do we survive? Like we had to, you know, be agrarian and, you know, our food sovereignty today and anybody that has saved ancestral seeds throughout our you know our histories like that I can grow and um, we have a squash it's called Isito it's Choctaw squash that I can grow that today because my ancestors kept that and even kept it all the way through Indian removal mm-hmm. um, so those seeds you know they're part of us too that's also our history those are our ancestors too and it's again I keep you know just being just so enamored with the fact that you know my daughter can eat, be fed today because of our ancestors before us. That's that's just amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's totally wanting you guys. What up?
2: I, <laughs> I, I, we I
1: have to go back to work.
4: Right. Yes.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's wrap up here. Uh, thank you for coming, or thank you for allowing me to come here and you know talk to you all about. Um, and Digipop and the museum and everything that's going on here, you know, I think it's a great um, Idea of what you guys are doing. I think it's a great Everything's great about it, you know, it's giving our people these platforms and stages and whatever it is You know to get their work out there Well, yeah, and I mean it's an exciting event today and I'm sure this weekend's gonna be crazy.
2: Well, we were happy that you were able to make it and at least see the first day of it. Um, tomorrow, I think, is going to be our big day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Sunday is more of like a more laid-back family thing. So we're we're going to be happy to be coasting into Sunday. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, all the hard work and the hours and everything were definitely worth it, worth the, the show that we were able to produce. Um, just bringing everyone together and uh, putting this together. And, again, we're happy to have you and that you're able to see it
0: and um, that we're that you're having us on the podcast of course and then um what's coming up for fam future wise uh, and if anything uh in digipop anything going on so go ahead and put it out there you know the next
2: thing that um i, I get to tackle is uh, another big event next month uh we'll have our teton um, fashion summit here um that's a a whole other um look at, at native art which is native fashion which is kind of on the come up now it's really starting to gain a lot of traction um and we're excited that so many of our native fashion designers have again been recognized with their work we've had uh, several recently show at uh, new york fashion week mm-hmm. and they'll be involved here uh, with this show so it's exciting that um not only do they get to succeed at that level, but then they're still gonna be here with us and their community and, and do the shows here. and. It's going to be just as good as New York Fashion Week. (laughs) And I
1: like to, like Tom too, we like to always remind people like when they come to this fashion that you're at a fashion show and we can't say everything goes back to Penny Singer, but Penny Singer is definitely in my book too, like attributed with that. Like Penny brought that contemporary um, meshing of her Navajo culture into contemporary fashion, doing fashion shows. That's how I even got into ever photographing fashion shows. She hired me to do that. And so we definitely bring Penny out for that. Uh, and she'll be again back this year. Uh, Pichon Brett is producing that for us. yeah, so um, I love that we can have like those like you know long friendships that intertwine over and over throughout our lifetimes.
0: And what's the date on that?
2: Uh, it's gonna be April
0: 21st. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: yeah all right
0: i'm trying to make it down for that i know that next day too is the uh, muskogee art market mm. the 22nd correct yeah, yeah there's
2: a and i think it's also the artesian mm-hmm. um, art market in sulfur oh really um, yeah. yeah so there's a lot going on that oh, weekend wow. for sure uh that's a It's a good weekend to be indigenous. So if you're going
1: to like the Muskogee Art Market in Tulsa, you know, drive down Oklahoma City for ours. If you're going to the Mm -hmm. Artesian, drive up from Sulphur to Mm -hmm. ours. We're right in the middle. So everybody can, you know, go up or down and come see us too. Get in two shows that weekend. Yes. And even more, you know, indigenous culture.
0: Support. Your indigenous designers, creator, creators, I'll just say creators, man. Yeah. I mean, support all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and that weekend's going to be crazy. Well, how far south from here is uh, it? It's about an hour and a
2: half. Is it? Okay. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. What's that artesian mm-hmm. art market? Yes. The and artesian that's art all market. weekend?
2: Yeah, I think it's just one day. Oh, for real? Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's that Saturday. That oh, okay. It. But uh, yeah. it's at the artesian hotel and resort. Mm, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, – and i participated in that show before and i it's, it's a good show um so and the muskogee uh show last year was amazing so uh, we're gonna have a lot of great competition but i think that's just brings more people um to the shows i mean exactly the, the what is it the rising tide raises all ships wow, yeah, yeah. so
0: plan it out everybody <laughs> stay in oklahoma city yeah go to the fashion show hit up sulfur and then drive to Tulsa, yeah, you can do all three in the weekend. Hit, yeah. that, hit that casino up, right. <laughs> that's how you pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those of
2: us are not, or, per or, cap. That's,
1: or that's how you support
0: <laughs> the tribe to put these shows on. You know, do, donate, donate to the tribe,
1: <laughs> yes. keep people employed. <laughs>
0: oh, well, um, yeah, if you want to let everybody know where to follow you, keep up with you, and you know, if you have a, any. Uh, artwork's coming up or like a venture showing that or something too you know let them know
2: um, you can find me at um, uh, the art of Tom Ferris across socials and um, I've got I've got stuff in the works but I don't have anything that I've, I I can talk about yet hey. <laughs>
1: Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm working on a corporate commission piece that I also can't talk about. i <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> um, pretty excited for that. And then, I guess uh, my next show would be maybe Sovereigns uh, Santa Fe. So that's in La Fonda, and that goes along at the same time as Santa Fe Indian Market. And I'm really um, thankful for that show. Um, it allows me to go for my fine arts all the way down to like the jewelry I make, and um, so that'll be exciting for me to be back. Um, I have some gallery representation in Santa Fe, so maybe trying to do some stuff with that and... Just you guys can follow me on uh, all my socials, and they're Creative Native. Creative starts with a K, Creative Native with a K, and then that's the same for my website. You can buy directly from there, but you could also buy buy First Americans Museum, Philbrook. Gilcrease has their temporary store over at the Mother Road Market up in Tulsa. Form and Concept in Santa Fe. Choctaw Cultural Center. (laughs) So you can go all over and find find some Christian gentry
0: nice <laughs> yeah. that's awesome well uh thank you for coming on and everybody go follow them keep up with them and um make sure you come to fam uh, if you miss missing digipop this year you can catch it next year maybe mm-hmm. no hey. <laughs> pointed at tom no. we'll see <laughs> 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 no but yeah if you miss it this year it's gonna be it's gonna keep growing and getting better and better and better and that's how everything goes so great turnout this year. It was awesome. I mean, I loved it and I loved, and I love seeing like all our friends and homies and just people that I never even got to meet before and I got to meet them. So that's always a good thing. And, you know, to finally have you all on the podcast as well and to meet Lee, you know, and so that was really cool. But, um, yeah, everybody go check them out, follow them, keep up with them and check out. Okie Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, uh, Follow me at Okie Podcast at Rustemus49 on Instagram. Check me out on Facebook, Russell Sun Eagle. You can also check out Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation Podcast. Where we listen to podcasts, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, you can add us on TikTok at Reservation underscore Mysteries. Uh, check out okipodcast.com. I have both podcasts on there. and uh, I have another podcast. It's called Turtle Island Boys. It's a little fun comedy one that I do. I just we a lot off a bunch of stuff. But check that one out too. So, um, yeah, so I guess until next time, everybody, peace.